0: podcast we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business our parenting and especially our relationships we'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun grab a coffee and buckle up this is the she's the owner podcast hey everybody it's the she's the owner podcast i'm your host karen mccarran and this is episode 101 and the title of today's podcast is "When You Don't Want to Do the Thing." So here's here's real talk right now. It's Sunday night. It is about seven thirty eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am tired. Um, I had a bit of a rowdy weekend for rowdy for me, not rowdy for some, but maybe for for others it's not as rowdy. But so I'm tired. I um. And I don't want to do the thing. And the thing is the podcast. I really didn't feel like hopping on. Um, and it's not even that I don't love it and I don't want to do it, but it's like I could have thought, I mean, I did think of other things I'd rather, you know, have a, a goddess bath or lay in my bed and watch some Netflix, which I'm still, by the way, going to do. But I was really felt like not doing this part and then just skipping straight to chilling in my bed. And I talk about. I talk about that openly because first of all, I don't want you to think that um, we all as entrepreneurs, we'd want to do shit all the time and we're super excited all the time. And we're so much energy all the time. Like that's just not real life. But one of the things, one of the, you, if you've listened to my podcast in, in the past, you know that I have um, posters all over my wall. Um, they're framed sayings actually. It's really pretty. I'll take a picture. And One of them is if you get tired, learn to rest, not quit. So that's one thing that I really want you to pay attention to is like, as an entrepreneur, sometimes we get carried away and we think, oh my God, you know, I'm so tired. I shouldn't do this. I should just stop and like go do something else or go take get a job or whatever. But like learn to just chill, learn to rest. First of all, I think that's really important and something that we miss. And we don't talk about it because every entrepreneur gets tired, man, woman, whatever. So in this moment, you know, I'm going to do my podcast. I did, I did actually probably about um, five or six hours of work this morning. I was up at six. I worked until like 11 ish. So I feel good about what I did. I created my five day challenge, which I'll tell you about at the end of the podcast, but like learn to rest. Don't quit. Doesn't just cause you're tired or you've had a long weekend, whatever, just learn to rest. It's no big deal. Though, but don't quit. But why is it important to do the things we don't want to do at like like when we don't want to do the thing? So, if I didn't show up for my thirty and thirty, which is my commitment, right? Thirty podcasts in thirty days. If I didn't show up for day, what is it? I think it's day twelve. I you probably wouldn't have noticed anything, but I sure as fuck would have. So it's episode eleven of my thirty day challenge. I sure as hell would have noticed. And so what is that, what signal does that give me and my subconscious that it's okay to quit even when I don't feel like doing something? And I'm not talking like go and build a house for 18 hours. I'm talking about a 20 minute podcast. That's not a huge stretch. That's not a physical stretch. That's not a mental stretch. That's not even an emotional stretch. It just means that I have to do something I didn't really feel like doing. But why is that important? Because if I'm telling myself that I can quit in these moments, then I'm not building that muscle of of tenacity. I'm not building that muscle of, you know, powering through when I'm really kind of feeling lazy or tired or whatever. But that does give my subconscious the signal that it's okay to do that. And I absolutely do not want my subconscious to have that idea because it just you know, like I, I know the difference between, like, I wouldn't probably go do a, a, an hour workout right now. Cause I'm tired. My body would say, you know what, rest, recuperate and go hard tomorrow. But this, that, that's not what this is doing a podcast or doing a Facebook live or doing your blog post or doing, you know, getting yourself ready for the morning when it comes to your food prep or your meeting prep, like those things are pretty, they're not huge demands on anything right? Like when we, when it comes down to it. So can you power through it and do it anyway? For sure you can. And then it just teaches your body and your mind and your subconscious and you know, all of the vibration in you that you can push through when you really need to. Like I'm doing another UPW. It's my seventh UPW. Um, not just attending, but I'm crewing. I'm, I've crewed, I think I've crewed like five out of the seven. I have to check actually. I don't know. I might be wrong on the number, but like that's part of why you know people say, "Why do you do UPW so many times?" or "Why do you do so many Tony events?" Because I've conditioned myself to power through. Like a UPW is four four days, you know, anywhere between twelve and fifteen hours, depending on what's going on. At a live event, it's really different because interventions happen in real time. But like. I can I can find a way to get myself into peak state now. Could you should you live that way all the time? Fuck no. Tony would never advocate that. But like in in this moment, I I know how to get myself and really if I wanted to prep before this podcast and I probably probably should have. I could have gotten myself into peak state by listening to some music and just getting my energy up again. But like Those are the, you know, when you do events like that and you do personal development and you do coaching and you do all the things, you're conditioning yourself to power through some of the things. And like, again, you know, there's a balance. Like I wouldn't advocate. There's some things I wouldn't advocate. I wouldn't advocate. I'm not going to go through a list because I don't want to you know restrict anybody but there's certain things i would say absolutely it's time to listen to your body and relax but this isn't one of those times so now i've i'm telling myself even when i'm tired even when i don't feel like it even when i'd rather be you know or seemingly rather be doing other things cuz i love podcasting so really i'm enjoying myself but You know, even when I'm blah, blah, blah blah-ing my way in and out of doing the thing, I still have to do it because now I've just given myself more confidence that when I don't feel like doing it, I did it. And so now I feel confident around that. And that's really important. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, when you feel like not doing the thing, and so some of the time it's not because you're tired. Some of the time, most of the time, it's not because you're tired. So, for example with Facebook lives. I would find any reason not to do them in the past. And now I do them all the time. Now, what did, what did it, you know, the, like, I'm in a, my mastermind group is so, so, so supportive. And so I'll tell you what kind of the backstory here, but they're very supportive. And they said that I'm a, a role model, for showing how to do uncomfortable things because I'm always stretching and doing uncomfortable things. There's, there are areas I need to do that better, but basically that's kind of what they're, you know, there's a few of them have said that to me now. Facebook lives were one of them. I had no freaking desire to do a Facebook live at all. It made, it made my stomach hurt. I was nervous. I was like, what am I going to say? Holy shit. Everyone's going to, and like, All of that's a story, first of all. Like, no one, no one's gonna be, oh, mocking me because I screwed my words up or I tripped over my words or whatever. Like, no, and the people who mock me, that says more about them than it does about me. Like, if you have no compassion and you want to mock somebody, then that says a lot about you and zero about the person. But I did one live and I was like, Oh my god, you know, it's probably a shaky voice. That's how I feel about in-person public speaking. I can do Zoom public speaking like with my eyes closed now. But even that, like that's a huge stretch. I've I've really grown a lot in the last four or five months, um, out of necessity because it's funny before before mm, I don't know six months, maybe even not, let's not even say six months. Several years ago, I always thought I have so much to say, but I'm so scared to say it how am I going to get around this? And every day that goes by, I'm like, I can't get around it. I can't get around it. So now I'm just embracing it. But there was a time when I was like, you know, you're going to be public speaking Kara. So you better figure out a way to love it because you know, there's no other way to get out what you need to get out. But it's funny how the mind will stop you and like tell you, Oh, you don't want to do this. Or I don't really care about doing this and blah, blah, like only, like only because I'm afraid. And that was the same with the Facebook lives. And that was the same with, um, Doing like doing my talks on now on Zoom, but it was always like, do I really need to talk to a whole bunch of people? Well, yeah. Like if you want to impact twenty thousand women this year, you better get your ass in a whole bunch of Zooms because that's not going to happen inside your bedroom, talking to a couple people here and there. So now when I did started doing the the Facebook Lives, and actually Michelle Soro, she's um um kind of a friend of mine. I mean, she's, she's a friend of mine, but she's part of the Tony Robbins community. And, um, like, you know, when I say friend, we're all family in that community, but it's not like we hang out every day or something. So I just want to make that disclaimer. But, um, so she did a Facebook live challenge last year that I participated in, in, and it was amazing. And it really pushed me out of my comfort zone. And then now I still get a tiny second of butterflies before I go live, but like, really, I'm not, it's not, doesn't stress me out. But the next level of scary or the next level of I don't want to do the thing, it's always right around the corner. So now lives were no big deal. So now I'm fine with doing that. Podcasting, no big deal. Doing a Zoom call for however many women, no big deal. What's the next thing? Well, the next thing was that I'm doing, and, and this is the segue into it, is called um, my discover- five-day discover your why and your business challenge. So I wrote, I wrote a landing page. I wrote, I did all the marketing for it. I sent out an email to my group. I did all the stuff. And this morning, that was what I was working on this morning. And I was like, had always been planning to do this five day challenge, but now I'm crewing in a week. So I need to get my shit together or I'm going to miss the opportunity. So this morning, I'm like, I Got to finish this. I have to execute it and launch it, and I did. And I was so nauseous this morning when I sent the email to my my um, email list, and as I started putting things on Facebook and Instagram and all that, because that is super duper out of my comfort zone. What are my fears around it? It's weird. One of my fears is that no one's going to show up for the challenge, and then the other fear is that there's going to be a whole bunch of people showing up. So like, I'm not happy either way. Either no one's there or everyone's there. Not both of those things freak me out, but so that's one of the things. The other thing is like, oh my gosh, what if I don't know what to talk about? That's always underlining my my fears around public speaking or around doing talks is that I'm going to I'm not going to know what to say. And the interesting part is like, this is my business. Of course I know what to say. Like there's never going to be a time when I don't know what I'm talking about. It's my company. And where that fear came from is a couple places. School for one, when you know the teacher puts you on the spot and says talk about math, talk about the English, whatever the subject is. And you're like, fuck, and you get, and you freeze because that's not your topic of choice to talk about. And then the other thing I remember vividly as a child. So I, my background is Ukrainian Catholic. And I went to a, a all Ukrainian scouts called Plost. And one of the ways to get a badge was to do a poetry reading of, of one of their chosen poets, Tarash Shevchenko, which is a Ukrainian poet. And it was not short and I didn't feel super fluent in Ukrainian for whatever reason I was, but I didn't like, I, it wasn't spoken at home. It was spoken at my grandparents' house. So I only got to speak. And I mean, I went to an all Ukrainian school, but it just, for whatever reason I didn't feel fluent in it. I think I was about seven and we had to, and I remember it was in the basement of, of this office building. Um, It was like a dupe or whatever basement of this building And the, my scout leaders, my sister, which is sister and brothers were sitting there at the table and you stand up and you go to the front of the little classroom thing and you start reciting this poem. Well, I fucking froze. I froze. And I remember coming back over to my father, and he put he got down on his knee, and I sat down on his knee and I was bawling my ass off. I was so devastated. I didn't get that badge. I didn't get to pass that part. I was really, really upset. So I had all these little pockets, and I bet if you thought about your childhood, you'd have all these pockets of where public speaking really was a disaster. So Part of my fear, even in doing this challenge, is like, okay, so my challenge is only 30 minutes per morning. So it starts at 10 a.m. Eastern, and I'm going to go for 30 minutes and just kind of go on a riff and talk about, you know, whatever it is I'm talking about that day. I'm not going to forget what to talk about because it's my subject, but I have this fear that I'm going to forget, or I won't have enough to fill the space, And but I did it anyway. And that's the point. That is how you grow, ladies. Because and gentlemen, but ladies, like when it's like I don't want to do the thing. That's when you know you have to do the thing. Like walking on fire, for example. When we do UPW, if any of you have done them, um, done it the the fire walk. Like I've done five fire four fire walks. I have never gone up to the front of the line thinking, I am, this is going to be the best thing ever. For whatever reason, I still get freaked out and, and psych myself out because that's my two million, I know the reason. It's my two million year old brain, as Tony would say. I'm, it's fight or flight. And it's definitely like, get the fuck out of here. You're about to walk on fire. But like each time I do it, The reason I do it and the reason that anyone does it more than one time is because at the end of it, you went in thinking, I don't want to do this. But at the end of it, you went, Holy shit, I just fucking did this. And you feel unstoppable because you just did something that 90 something percent of people will never do. Same with board breaking. If you've done virtual UPWs and you've broken that board, I got psyched out. Like I've done that. Twice. The first time I did it with a board that was really kind of lame and it was like no big deal. But the second time, Ken went and got me a whole bunch of like thicker boards. So it was like a proper martial arts board. And I was freaking the fuck out. I'm like, what is the worst that's going to happen? But something in our psyche just starts to activate like danger, danger. I can't do this. And as soon as you break that board, you're like, oh my God, you go mental, you go crazy. It's amazing. But like doing this stuff that you don't want to do is how you build the muscle. Like now, if you, like a year ago, the stuff I'm doing now, I never would have done it. I never would have done it. I just wouldn't have. So when we think we're not progressing, like oftentimes, you know, when you're seeing your coaches, for example, or you're doing events or whatever, it's sometimes really difficult to see the progress, but like, understand that the progress is happening behind the scenes in your subconscious, whether you see it, well, you won't see it until it's my, my, one of my older, old coaches used to say, like, as soon as you speak it, that's when, you know, your subconscious is starting to catch up to the thing that you say you want. So as soon as I'm saying I'm buying a house this year in Florida, like I used to say I want to buy. No, this year I am buying a house in Florida because now my subconscious is I've done the work in the last you know several months to, to get myself to a seven-figure earner mentality. So now the seven figure version of care is like, fuck, I'm buying a house hundred percent. There's no question about it. But like the five figure version of me was like, I'd like to buy a house someday. But the way that you get that across the line, the way that you get, you know, you've passed the field goal, all the things is by doing the shit you don't want to do and showing up every time. Because if you don't show up even for a podcast recording, how I'm not going to show up for X, Y, and Z. If you don't show up for the 5-day challenge, right? Like you may not you may be maybe really pumped. I've there's definitely sign-ups, there's definitely people coming. But like if you can't even show up for that, you're not showing up in any other area of your life fully. That's the truth. Whether you come to my challenge or some other challenge or some other event or some other whatever, when you're like, "Oh, God, I don't really want to do." It, that's when you fucking do the thing. Cause here's the other thing, is like a hundred times out of a hundred, you're gonna learn something you didn't know. Um but yeah, so I'm I'm happy that I did this podcast. I'm definitely gonna watch something on Netflix after this. I don't know what it is, but I'm I'm looking forward to relaxing. I've been having a pretty chill day, but so let me tell you quickly about the challenge. So it's a five-day challenge. It is, like I said, uh 10 a.m. Eastern, Monday to Friday this week. And really what it is is, and here's here's kind of the wrap-up of it. It's designed to help. It's short spurts. I'm not going to give everything away. I just want to give you some things to work with. But really, what the purpose of the challenge is to I'm challenging you to find the why in your business. Like, what are you getting out of bed in the morning for? Because a high percentage, like eight out of 10 entrepreneurs I talk to, female ones, have no idea. They don't, I don't know what my why is. And the ones that do move the needle fast, like, excuse me, they move the needle super quick. Because all of a sudden, when you know your why, there's so much energy pushing you toward the thing and pulling the thing toward you. Like it's this beautiful dance that happens. But if you don't know your why and you're just sitting here, well, I make money at doing this, blah, 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 then you have no, you know, it's not sustainable. And so the five-day challenge is really designed to help you start to figure out what that why is. Um, So again, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, it's 30 minutes live on Facebook. If you want a link... Um, I will leave it in the show notes to go and sign up for it. And something also really, really exciting, really cool. So as you know, I'm a huge supporter of Worthy Wands. My friend, Amanda O'Reilly, she's a platinum or was a platinum partner with Tony Robbins. Her and I met through the Tony Robbins community. She does something called Worthy Wands. And if you've seen any of my social or any of the stuff that I do, I'm always wearing my, my Worthy Wand. And it's stunning jewelry and and there's intention behind each piece that she she gives an intention every time she sends one out and it's just such a beautiful beautiful piece of jewelry um I actually get them for my clients when they sign with me so um that's how much I love them so she is she is, has sent me a, a bunch of them to give away during the challenge so I will be having little contests every day um and you're you know you get to win one of the one of the worthy ones it's really beautiful so if you want to do the challenge with me, you're welcome to it. It's totally free. Um, like I said, I will put a link to the sign up page in the notes and we'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Um, and I want to say the reason that I did the podcast is because I know my why and my why is you. It's that simple. There, you know, I might not have millions of listeners yet, But I know there's somebody out there who needed to hear what I just said, because I've needed to hear what I just said. And so my why is you and I get emotional talking about it, but, um, That's the thing that will pull you out of bed. That's the thing that will stop you from laying down. That's the thing that's going to make you work your fucking ass off is when you know crystal clear who you're doing this for and why you're doing it. I'm doing it because I'm tired of watching women suffer in their masculine energy doing businesses they hate just because it makes sense. But you are my why. And that is why I was 100% not going to not do this podcast tonight you know, it's not like me to do it this late, but I did it because you're my why. So I can't wait to see you guys tomorrow. I hope some of you join. um, And uh, until tomorrow, we'll talk then. Have an amazing night. Bye guys.